Each season, Guys Telling Stories seeks out fascinating people with a good story to tell. I'm Rich Douglas, and this man beside me is my co-host, Bill Easton. We're a couple guys who love a good story. So join us on our quest to find fascinating people with a good story to tell. This is Guys Telling Stories. Welcome to Guys Telling Stories. Great to be here. It's great to be here. Bill? We're back. We're back and we're already ready to go on vacation. <laughs> we're out of here. I can't wait to visit Bermuda. It's our first time. Never been. Never been. I honestly don't even know anyone who's who's gone in my personal life. Friends, family. I haven't asked, but I'm sure, you know, a little Facebook post, someone would would chime in and be like, oh yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah, being I here, hope that's what they say. Well, you know, around, around the, you know, the spring season, the holidays, people go to the Caribbean, they go down to Florida, but Bermuda's new to us. Yep. You know, and uh, we're taking a cruise. <laughs> a cruise to Bermuda. A cruise to Bermuda. This, is, this spells trouble. Well, uh, the cool thing about this cruise, we've been on a few, is mm-hmm. that we will actually stay overnight in Bermuda for two, three days. Three, three days, two nights? No, we, uh, three nights. I think it's total. I think it's three days, two three nights, Three days, right? two nights. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a relaxing vacation. You've got brew bus off the ground, of course. That's mm-hmm. running. That's going. You're just killing it. And uh, I've been home taking care of my newborn son past few months. Yeah. So obviously we love our jobs and families, but it is time for a vacation. I'm going to leave the uh, bus behind. How about you? you hey, know, I'll, yeah. I'll leave the little guy behind. Oh, man. Yeah. Grandma's going to be, uh, is, grandma and grandpa are going to be watching them. So that'll be good. We're excited. <laughs> but we only have 48 hours there. Yeah. And so it's not that large of an island. But I hear when you are commuting around, you mm-hmm. can't rent a car. We got to take a bus or ferry or a taxi. Mm-hmm. So we goal- bought we bought ferry passes. You on, got them on eBay? No, they're not. I didn't get them yet. I'm getting nervous because we leave soon. Ferry passes sound great. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I found out that uh, there's a there's a woman. She has a blog site called Life Well Cruised. Her mm-hmm. name is Ilana Shatower. And she has uh, a post about the best of Bermuda, how to spend two, three days there and hit up all the best that the island has to offer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the idea was we can talk to her, not only about uh, Bermuda and uh, about her site, but the fact that she's been on dozens and dozens of cruises and, uh, and she knows Bermuda probably better than anybody from a tourist perspective. That's awesome. All right, so let's uh, let's track down this passionate traveler who loves cruising and talk to her. Uh, I'm right here about Bermuda. Oh. <laughs> no, all right, let's talk to Ilana. Ilana, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely, yeah, we're excited to have you too. Uh, we can't wait to get to Bermuda, and uh, like we said on in the intro, it's our first time. Mm-hmm. But before we get too far into it, will you tell everybody where they can find out a little bit more about you and your blog online? Uh, sure. So uh, my name is Ilana. My blog is called uh, LifeWellCruised.com. Uh, and um, you can also find me on Facebook at LifeWellCruised uh, and on Instagram where I share a lot of uh, cruise tips, destination tips, and uh, like to ask questions, answer questions and chat about uh, cruising in all sorts of ways. Ilana, I hear a little accent there. Where, where are you from? So I'm from Montreal, Quebec. Ah. So which is uh, actually in Canada. Oh, yeah. We're familiar. Yeah. Being hockey fans, we know we're Quebec. Yeah. Uh, there's been quite a few guests that have some sort of connection to Canada. I got to tell you, the, the, the millionaire teacher yep. and uh, Manjeet Minhas yep. were, were probably one of the, my, my top two favorites, uh, besides present company, of course. So Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, but before we get into hearing all about the best that Bermuda has to offer, can you tell us a little bit about how you started your blog? Uh, sure. So uh, 
I love cruising and uh, we've been cruising since 2004 when we took our first cruise. And then I started to work part-time as a cruise consultant just because I loved cruising so much that I wanted to find a way I could do it more. Uh, and then uh, just recently, I decided to start a blog because uh, friends and family and clients were asking me questions and I was giving out cruise tips and things and destinations. And I just thought uh, this way I can share with more people by putting that online. So that's what a cruise consultant does? You just talk to people about what they should do and give out tips? Uh, yeah, well, I sell cruises. Oh. So I do sell cruises part-time. Okay. Uh, it's very part-time because I just really like it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what a cruise consultant does. That's great. We should be cruise consultants. Well, we're, we're dabbling in it right now, but we're just not going to sell. <laughs> we're not selling anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, our focus for this episode is Bermuda because Bill and I are going to be there pretty soon. Mm -hmm. How many times have you been? I've been six times, all on a cruise. To Bermuda? Six times? To Bermuda. Wow. Yeah. Six times, like your whole life, the past uh, six years. Like, uh, what are we talking? Since 2004. Really? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Almost. But 2007, we went to Bermuda uh, on a cruise for a single day that time. And then we've gone. Other times where it was sometimes one day, other times two days, and uh, recently we've done three days in Bermuda uh, for the last, I guess, over the last five years, we've done that three times. Well, that's great. Now, I'm geographically challenged. As of today, I still don't know, you know, the difference between Bermuda, Bahamas, where any of the islands are. we got to do the Beach Boys. So. <laughs> Well, that's why we're talking to you. I came across one of your blog posts about the best of Bermuda, and my wife mm-hmm. actually uh, loved it as well. And so we were hoping to get some of the tips because we're going to be there for about, over the course of three days, I'd say, Bill, including sleeping time, maybe about 48 hours. So we want to make the most of our time. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So based on what you uh, have experienced, um, you know, basically the past 10, 11 years and being there six times... Um, where should we start? What do you think, Bill? I think we should start with the important questions, like how many rum swizzles is too many? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a limit of how many rum swizzles that you can have. Okay. Um, they are quite good, I have to say. The more you drink them, the more you like them. That's great to hear. Now, I'm, yeah. again, being the ignorant one, a rum swizzle, what is it? Oh. So I think it needs to include Gosling's rum. So that's the rum that you can find in Bermuda. Uh, it is really good, and uh, then I think they put Gosling's rum, and then after that, it seems to be a different recipe just about everywhere you go. So the rum is the main part, and it's a dark rum, and then after that, it's sort of like a fruit punchy kind of thing with orange juice and pineapple juice, and I don't know what else they put in there. Other people always make it, but they've always been good. Okay. I heard the secret ingredient is love. Oh. That's what makes <laughs> it taste good. How ironic. So, Alana, I told you, when we get Bill in the mix, we're going to start jumping around and having some fun. Sorry. If I walk off this cruise ship and I want to get a rum swizzle in my hand, from your experiences, where's one of the first places, coolest places, best places I could go as I start to walk around the port and take everything in? Uh, Well, I'd say uh, get yourself on the first day to Horseshoe Bay Beach. I do think that's the best place to go in, um, in Bermuda. Uh, You can take a shuttle right down to Horseshoe Bay Beach. It's about 15, 20 minutes away. It will cost you like $7 a person by shuttle, or you can take the local bus. As soon as you get down to the beach, on the right-hand side, there's going to be a little uh, beach bar called the Rum Bum Beach Bar, 
and you can get REM swizzles there that are really quite good for about $10 a person. And you can just walk along the beach with your REM swizzle. So uh, that's one place uh, you can get a REM swizzle. You can also get REM swizzles on the catamaran excursion, uh, at a lot of the different bars on the island. I don't think there is a place you could not get a REM swizzle. Yeah, I'm going to make a REM swizzle chalk sheet. You mean like... Uh, hey, we're just going to tally. We're just going to tally and see how many we, we have on this. And then this we'll finally f- answer the question, how many is how too many? How many is too many? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad, you, yeah. I'm glad you brought up beaches, too, because uh, we were talking with our wives who were coming on the cruise with us. And with a limited amount of time, there's so many beaches. We were reading about some that were secluded and maybe they're harder to find, but maybe there's less people. So what, what makes Horseshoe Bay Beach one that we should definitely check out? Um, Well, when you go to Horseshoe Bay Beach, you're going to see that they're going to have these amazing rock formations that are just beautiful. Um, As you go down to the, uh, the, when you get down to the beach, uh, the main section is going to be super crowded, kind of like a beach in Fort Lauderdale. Um, But if you walk all the way to the left, past the crowd, and past the first couple of rock formations, you might even have to walk into the water, like just about to your knee level to walk around the rock formations. You're going to just see gorgeous water coming in, stunning rock formations, um, little small caves even, and it does get a lot more secluded. You'll see a few people there, but very, very little. So just walk 10 minutes to the left and it's like gold. It's uh, it's so beautiful there. And then the photo ops, I don't know that you can uh, beat it. All the stunning photos you see in Bermuda and the beaches, they're like all at Horseshoe Bay Beach. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good tip. So keep walking. Just 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 don't stop. Hang left and uh, <laughs> yeah. keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and then just make sure so you, you end up in the Bahamas. You know your way back, right? Well, you know, you <laughs> mentioned. Um, the catamaran a second ago and i'm thinking activities yeah and again we were thinking you know should we do uh a a boat trip we're coming on a cruise boat and Mm -hmm. sometimes we might have to take a ferry so um just activity wise how many boats are too many yeah that's you know what i mean it's like all right let's get off this ship let's get onto this ferry and then we can get on a boat but activity wise what's one that you like doing that's a lot of fun uh, so I really do like getting out there in Bermuda and seeing it from uh, from a boat, even though you're coming in on a ship. It really it's uh, it's beautiful to see from the water. Um, so I suggest doing a catamaran excursion. I actually like doing them just about in every island I go to. So I am partial to that. But uh, there's a great catamaran excursion uh, either um with uh, Rising uh, Sun catamarans. There's a couple of other companies as well, but I've used Rising Sun a couple of times. I think they're fabulous. They're a ton of fun. uh, And they also give you a lot of information. So I really like that as well. So uh, I would definitely say try Rising Sun catamaran. Uh, They'll bring you to a stunning cove where you can use paddle boards if you like. Uh, If you are like me and you don't love to snorkel, but you like to float in the gorgeous see-through water and just get back on the boat and drink rum swizzles, then you will love Rising Sun catamarans. I'm in. That's me. You said the the magic word. I can see my feet. I can go in the water. (laughs) Rum swizzle for me. Yeah, that that too. Well, you can tell. um, We we like to have fun on vacation. We're talking on Uh a a Sunday before we leave, and I already have my Hawaiian shirt on. So getting on a catamaran and, uh, you know, talking to, of course, to a professional crew that Mm -hmm. can give me information, that's good. But it sounds like we're not going to be with a bunch of old farts with their binoculars and... 
sunscreen on their nose. It's going to be more of a, a fun atmosphere. So, well, I'm bringing my binoculars. <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I have to say, they had unlimited rum swizzles. That was fabulous. I can tell you that, like a little story. I was um, in the water after we had a couple of rum swizzles. Um, we got back on the boat. We had a couple of rum swizzles, and then we got back in the water because we were hot. And then um, while we were in the water, I said to my husband and my friend Pam, who was with me, and I said, do you think I could jump off the boat? Because some people were doing that. And then my husband said, I think you've had enough rum swizzles to jump <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> so did you jump? Anyway. Did you jump off? I jumped off the boat. Yeah. It's not a very high boat. It's a catamaran, to okay. be fair, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, that, that, that sounds great. That sounds real good. So we're going down on Tuesday to Thursday is when we're actually going to be uh, parked, docked, I guess is the word. Yeah. Yeah. So on Wednesday in Hamilton, they have that uh, carnival night. Yes. Familiar with that? Hamilton Harbor Nights. Harbor Nights. That's what it's called. That's right. Have you been to that? Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. It's a good reason to get into Hamilton. Um You can just take the ferry, which is right next to the ship. There is a a ferry. It's about a 25-minute ride. Also very pretty, the ride. It's about $5 uh, to get onto the ferry. You can either buy a ticket at the tourist booth or you can get on uh, with your $5 and pay directly uh, onto the ferry. And then once you're uh, in Hamilton along the whole Main Street, which is called Front Street, They'll have that all closed off and it'll be just pedestrian friendly where there's a whole bunch of little local vendors that are selling, uh, you know, little jewelry with pink sand or, uh, you know, uh, a local person who might be selling spices or some different food trucks, uh, artwork, things like that. Um, So it's kind of fun. And uh, then they also have a little parade going on where you can actually see Gombe dancers, uh, which is uh, a traditional... It's like a traditional dance they have in Bermuda. So uh, with traditional costumes and folkloric kind of uh, things, it is actually a lot of fun. It's definitely worth seeing. So I've never heard that term, Gombe. Can you describe what what's a Gombe dancer look like? <laughs> I think he's a big green guy who used to be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Gumby, buddy. Oh. That's Gumby. <laughs> that's Gumby, yeah. So the Gombe dancers, and you can Google the image, uh, and on my Bermuda Cruise Guide, I do uh, include the little video of the Gombe dancers, but uh, it's really traditional costumes that are colorful, and I think there's even some feathers on the costumes. They're really very bright, colorful costumes, and uh, actually this type of dance, apparently it is traditional. It's been going on for a couple of hundred years, and it's actually a dance that's actually a skill and passed on from generation to generation. So uh, they're actually skilled Gombe dancers. It's definitely worth uh, seeing. And it's fun. And it's fun. You know, Bill mentioned we're going to be like docking on a Tuesday and we don't, we don't leave till Thursday, but I've heard of two places we should go to Hamilton, like you mentioned, and it seems like that's a no brainer, but then there's there's another attraction, St. George. And I think we all, when traveling, we have this, well, with on a cruise ship, we have this irrational fear that like we're not going to be able to get back to the ship in time, or you know we're going to get lost. So, um, you know, Saint George, it's how much further away is it by ferry, and you know, is it worth the ferry ride? Uh, so it's about forty-five, maybe even fifty minutes away by ferry. Uh, again, every ferry ride is just a beautiful boat ride, so that in itself is always worth it. I think. 
but on Thursdays, they do have something that's really interesting, completely unique. I do not think there's anywhere I can think of that you will see this. So they have um, a lot of nice things to see, of course, in St. George. It's a beautiful um, a beautiful town. St. George is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So there's a lot of ruins that you can see in churches and things that are pretty. Uh, but you can see something completely unique in the town square. They're going to have the, a historical reenactment. Uh, complete with the town crier, all actors, of course, the town crier, the town drunk, and they will be trying a woman for being a gossip and a nag, and they have a ducking stool, and they will be actually, uh, by the end of this, you will see if uh, she is found guilty, then they will ask the audience to help duck her into the water, the actual ocean. She will go in. (laughs) So, um, and... Townspeople come and watch. Uh, a ton of tourists come and watch. And they brought school children out to come and watch. But it was completely unique. They have a good sense of humor. And uh, it's a historical reenactment like no other. Great. You know, some of these other things, it's funny because we're on, a, on the cruise, it's sort of all-inclusive. We have our food and drink taken care of. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned a rum swizzle might cost us like 10 bucks a pop. But I still got to ask about food and drink. Are there any places that you've heard about or gone yourself that you can maybe recommend we check out for like, I don't know, like affordable small bites or some cold drinks? Yeah, um, there there are a lot of restaurants uh, that you can go to. Like in Hamilton, there's some nice restaurants. Uh, if you do go and check out um, the Hamilton Harbor Nights, you can sit along Front Street. There's some restaurants and bars and pubs that actually have terraces on the second floor so you can overlook Front Street. Those are quite nice. Uh, One of the the really good pubs uh, that's not too bad, but it's probably about $20 a person, is Flanagan's. Uh, That's a really good one in Hamilton. Uh, In Dockyard, there's another restaurant called The Frog and Onion, and they're kind of traditional British pubs, but with a Bermudan flair to it, so some local foods too. Uh, Those are nice. And right in Dockyard, there's uh, a restaurant, actually, unfortunately, I didn't get to the last uh, time we went to Bermuda. I really intended to. It just didn't happen. Uh, but there's Woody's that I hear is completely highly recommended. The crew have told me about it. Um, the people that have been in Bermuda have told me about it. So I think it's a really safe bet. It's called Woody's. You take a cab five minutes down the road, and it's a super casual place where you can have fish nuggets and a beer or, I'm sure, a rum swizzle again. Rum swizzle, and, yep. Uh, very, very reasonably priced, casual place to eat outside and, like, you know, picnic tables, but I hear that you'll love it. Yeah, these are good tips, and if we have the time, we might as well. I'm, we're going to get hot. We're going to be we're gonna need, thirsty. We're going to need rum swizzles. Yeah, and we might get a little Yeah, hungry. you're going to need a hydrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, hydrate. Yeah. <laughs> and then jump off a boat, right? If we're going to do I can't wait. A very low boat. A small to be boat. Fair. It's a catamaran. Yes. Right? A catamaran. It's not even like a high diving board. No. <laughs> I want to I but I want to have some fun like that. So Oh, I'm making my rum swizzle chart already. Just <laughs> you got to ask would you like to ask the last question? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, you could make it into like a rum swizzle tour where you can try rum swizzles at, at a few different places and then you can like just rate the rum swizzles. Yes, exactly. You know, which, I, I, yeah. <laughs> this sounds pretty. Oh, man. Yep, we're, we're doing it. I'm going to go make one right now. <laughs> we can call it research for the podcast. Yep. Yeah. We, sure. Yeah, that's right. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, I can't wait, Bell. Just a couple days away. Yep. Uh, we heard and of they these. I'm on the ship too. Okay. Sorry. Oh, well, that's that's even better. That's just more to have. Yep. Yeah. How many is too many? We'll find out. You'll we'll find, find out. out. So, um, <laughs> we've heard. Uh, what are moon gates? Heard about oh. these moon gates? Okay. So they are super charming. Um, in Dockyard, you're going to see there's a moon gate. It actually is like an archway shaped in the form of a wedding band. The one in, uh, in the Dockyard area is made of white limestone. It's really actually quite pretty. But they have these moon gates all over Bermuda. And um, apparently they're traditional and somebody brought them over uh, from China like in 1920 or so. Uh, but the moon gates just are super pretty. And in Dockyard, you'll see that as you walk through it as a couple, um, there's a sign that explains the legend of the moon gate. And basically it just says that if you walk through as a couple, you make a wish and uh, you'll be granted um, a long and happy future together. So it's really sweet and nice. But as you walk through, or this is what happened with us, the first time we went to Bermuda, uh, in 2007, we saw the moon gate, we saw the sign, we walked through, we made a wish, that was sweet. And then every year that we went back, we would do the same thing. So this time when we were in the dockyard area, it's uh, just built up so much that it was like hard to find the moon gate. I, I just couldn't see it anymore. So we asked a couple of uh, local people where it was and they pointed it out. It's actually close to the Norwegian ship. So uh, right in front of Calico Jack's. And uh, so we stopped at the moon gate and we walked through. And uh, as we were walking through, uh, there was another couple that was there. And so they offered to take our picture. And so we have a picture. And then we offered to take their picture. And, you know, they got a picture. And um, when I came back, because I have my blog, I posted uh, a picture of my husband and I on my Facebook page. And uh, I asked other people, have you ever walked through Bermuda's moon gates? And I was like, flabbergasted by the amount of people who had these stories about these moon gates. Oh. So one of the stories was that uh, somebody um, went to Bermuda for their honeymoon and they walked through the moon gates and they've cruised to Bermuda several times since then. And it's now their 50th anniversary. And uh, they sent a picture, uh, they posted a picture of themselves uh, walking through the moon gates. Uh, another person wrote that her son-in-law asked her daughter to um, to marry him under the moon gates and now they're all going back to Bermuda as a family and uh, her granddaughter will get to see where dad proposed to mom and just all these other sweet stories where people have gone and on their anniversary or for their honeymoon or not for a specific occasion but they have these stories of uh, the moon gate and it's just it's a really sweet nice thing well cool i'm excited to do that yeah we'll have to get a couple of pictures and yeah. they always ask us when we book our cruises if we're celebrating anything uh special and i think I am. yeah this yeah. year's your <laughs> my first rum swizzle ever <laughs> i'm celebrating that <laughs> and your second <laughs> and your third and your fourth yeah and uh and our 15th uh, it, wedding anniversary. 15th it's it's five years for us and 15 for you yeah. so uh oh so you have to go under the moon gate and you have to take pictures there okay. and uh then uh apparently according to bermudan legend you're granted uh a wonderful future together. Happy. Great. Good. That's great. And congratulations to you and your husband. I noticed on your Facebook page 25 happy years. Yeah, we're married 25 years now. Cool. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. 
Well, Ilana, before we wrap this up, is there anything we forgot to ask or any other tips or advice you'd give to guys like us who are going to Bermuda for the first time? Um, there's just uh, a lot to see. So um, I guess take your time, uh, look at what you might want to do, uh, pick a few things. You don't have to do everything and uh, then go back. I would say don't forget about Dockyard, the area that you're docked in, even though we always have a tendency to want to explore further, to go to the beach or to do excursions or to go to other towns. In the Dockyard area, uh, it really is quite pretty. There's things that you can see and do right there. Um, I have to say, you know, you can always buy rum cake anywhere you go, but the rum cake uh, at that rum cake shop is really quite good. And there's a rum swizzle rum cake. So uh, that's another rum swizzle that you can try. I don't know how. I'm an, <laughs> I don't, does that even count as a rum swizzle? Well, you the, get a rum swizzle cake. So is there a separate column for the cake? How many slices of rum swizzle <laughs> cake did I have? I think the kids call that edibles. Yeah. Okay. That, that's Edib- uh, edibles. Oh. <laughs> so that counts. Put that in the in the edible column. <laughs> I got jokes too. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, oh, that's so funny. Well, yeah, great. there's the rum, there's the 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 rum cake store. There's a, a glass workshop where you can see handcrafted glassworks that are being made that are quite beautiful. Uh, if you want a bar outside of the ship, there is a really fun bar called Calico Jacks. And uh, even if you don't jump off a plank, it's uh, it's an old uh, an old ferry that's made up to look like a pirate ship now and the more people drink rum swizzles the more people you will see go off the plank oh my god so uh, that's a people watching thing to do that sounds incredible i'm gonna do that Uh, (laughs) well ilana if you could just uh remind people one more time uh where is the best place for them to go to find out more about you and all your cruises and your blog um where do you want to send people uh, well, I'd love it if people read my articles and posts, uh, and that can be found at lifewellcruised.com. So I have uh, articles about um, tips on embarkation or first-time cruisers or destinations, of course. Um, and if they want to connect with me and just ask questions, uh, then they can find me at Life Well Cruised on Facebook and, uh, of course, on Instagram where I'm sharing photos and tips at also at Life Well Cruised. What about for our French listeners? Where can they find you? Uh, they can still find me at Life Well Cruised. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's right. It's the same thing, and it doesn't translate well in French. I no? don't think. What does it? What does it translate to? Uh, la belle vie en croisière. It sounds beautiful. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I will. You. You too. But I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Ilana, thank you so much for taking the time to help us understand more about this beautiful place that we've never been, but we're going to be in we're going. a little bit. And if you're going on any cruises, it's not just uh, her website is not just Bermuda, by the way, even though that's what we talked about primarily today. So feel free to uh, to look up all the places that, that Ilana has been. And uh, obviously they can always message you and send you questions through there as well. Absolutely. I love reading the comments. I respond to everyone. That's incredible. All right. Well, Alana, thank you so much again. And uh, through the magic of podcasting, um, after this quick break, we'll be back from Bermuda and we'll... It goes by so quick. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have so many rum swizzles and we'll be able to... uh, 
What do you think the final tally is going to be? All Are right. we doing for both of us, or is this just me? This has to be just you. Oh. Ilana, <laughs> prediction. He's there for... We're only counting Bermuda when he's on land. How many rum swizzles for Bill? On land? On land, not on the ship. Not on the ship. Okay, so only on land. You're there two full days, another half day. 18? Is okay. that a good guess? I, I don't know. I'm writing it down. I might not like him. Maybe I only have half of one. Well, I, I think that's good. I think that's an incredible guess. And you better keep track. I, I'm, I'm making it now. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. We'll be back after this short break. All right. Quick break to talk about Podcast Your Story. They're back. And for years now, the good people at PodcastYourStory.com have been helping businesses and individuals share their stories. Remember Captain Squid, Bill? Yeah. Steve. He's the, Scuba Steve. <laughs> he's the, no, is it Squid? His, his, name is, his name is Steve. He goes by Squid. Okay. He's the captain and owner of Rising Sun Catamaran down yep. in Bermuda. And we're going to tell you all about that guy. He owns two boats and he spends his days taking people out on a tour of that beautiful, beautiful island. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen to his podcast about sipping drinks at Calico Jacks watching sunburned tourists missing their cruise ship? <laughs> or that time a seabird landed on his chest while he was sleeping on the waves of the Caribbean Sea? Mm-hmm. He showed us that picture. Yeah, it did. Well, the professionals at Podcast Your Story do exactly that. They record you telling your stories. And the final product is a podcast to share with the world. Businesses and individuals, tell your own story in your own words with podcastyourstory.com. And our listeners get 20% off your first recording. Just mention promo code GTS. That's 20% off your first recording with podcasterstory.com by mentioning promo code GTS. And now, back from Bermuda. Bill, we're back from Bermuda. That was awesome. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to be recording this. I know <laughs> we talked to Ilana, mm-hmm. I, I would say maybe about a week ago. Yeah, so. a little longer, but yeah, yeah, close. And we got back, and boy, do we have some stories to share with you. And I have ferry passes to sell. <laughs> what happened? They didn't come in on time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so we couldn't use them. Remember, I told you we had uh, we bought ferry passes yeah. on eBay. They didn't come in, so they're in our mail when we got back. Well, we did end up taking the ferry, mm-hmm. and uh, it was actually a beautiful boat ride. So for yeah. anybody who just wants the fastest way to get to the other parts of the island, St. George, Hamilton pay for the ferry ride, maybe buy a round-trip ticket for the day, and yeah. you save a, a dollar or something. But... You save a lot more on eBay if you go check out my listing. <laughs> <laughs> now i got to sell it. Yeah, look for those. <laughs> well, Ilana shared some amazing tips and suggestions all about the best of Bermuda. Her tip about Rising Sun got us additional tips, which we're going to talk about for sure, which were incredible. Well, let's start there. For you, what was your most fun thing? The catamaran was great. There's a couple reasons why. One, I don't like the water. I mean, you know, I like the water. I have a pool. I love the water. I don't like not being able to see my feet when I'm in the water. Yeah, like the ocean or the seawater. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going in Lake Erie. <laughs> I need, I'm not going in huge waves off of New Jersey. I need to see my feet. I need nice, calm water. I like that. And it was that's what they, he gave us. Right. We mentioned them in the uh, promo, but Captain Steve, uh, a.k.a. Squid, owner of Rising Sun Catamaran, he mm-hmm. took us out. And what for you, what was the part about that that stood out the most? Well, just a beautiful boat. That's a boat, right? I think it's a boat. A catamaran. Yeah. It's beautiful catamaran. There was actually like kind of two. There were two. Yeah. The other one had like 80 people on it, and ours had like 45. So it was nice and calm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. 
as a tour operator. He did a fabulous job with the rules. He had a lot of fun. Um, he was he was entertaining and educational. Yeah, and I've been on a few other catamarans. Ilana says she tries to hit up one every time she goes, wherever she goes. And this was the first one in a good way that it took you to an amazing place to go snorkeling and just sort of set up shop. Yeah. Real casual. We didn't have to then pack up and go to another spot. Nope. And then another spot. He just, he knew the best spot to go. And we stayed. And there were fish and there were uh, wildlife. The girls saw a moped, uh, a motorcycle underwater. Underwater? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot to see and it was a really chill time. And then the rum swizzles did flow uh, at the end. Uh, I I think they were basically free for the last hour. Mm -hmm. And and do you remember that last hour at all? I, I do. <laughs> yeah. It started with uh, a, a, with a little bit of gratuity in the beginning to, and started with a lot of rum mm-hmm. on top of the swizzles. There you go. Which is not what I factored in when I said how many is too many. Um, but uh, five was my number. Okay, five, five on land. Five yeah. is uh, on the boat ride back. And that's about, that's about too many. Five is too many. Okay. Five is too many. <laughs> uh, only if you do a shot ski. Yeah, we did do the shot ski, and we'll post that picture mm-hmm. on our social media. But Captain Steve, Captain Squid, uh, he he was a really an amazing guy, and one of the best tips he gave he excuse me one of the best tips he gave us was on the the boat ride out away from the port on our way to snorkel. He said, "Take out your phones." Uh, people are always asking me what's the best thing to do here in Bermuda, and for me, this was my most fun thing. He gave us a tip on how to spend our day in St. George. Mm-hmm. And we were wondering, is it worth the ferry ride there? Are we going to have enough time to get back to the ship? Right. We or? were even contemplating not going. Yeah, just kind of like it's too far. And instead, he said, here's the deal. I want you to start here, and you're going to end here. And he filled in every single gap in the middle. So for mm-hmm. me, I'll share that with you. We took a ferry ride to St. George, and it is well worth it. It's a beautiful boat ride. There is a enclosed deck that's air-conditioned on the ferry, or you can sit up top and have the wind blowing in your hair, and it's it probably takes 45 minutes, 50 minutes at the most. Yeah. And then when you get there, here's here's our tips. Walk immediately to Tobacco Bay. Now, it's uphill. Yes, it, might it, be about oh, yes, it is. And when we say uphill, these, these rem- it reminded you of what, West Virginia yeah. hills? Yeah, it did. It was if a you're hill. not in great shape... You could take a very inexpensive cab there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's going to be ten bucks, and you could fit you know four or five in the cab. The cabs are all metered, mm-hmm. so it's not like the uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico cabs. Where yeah, you're worried somebody's going to kidnap yeah, you or something. Yeah, thirty five dollars. I'm just going three blocks. Well, it's in four different zones. <laughs> yeah, what? none of that. Instead, we walked up this hill, uh, very easy to follow path to Tobacco Bay. And again, there's free Wi-Fi when you first get off the ferry, so you could even kind of pl- plug that in on your phone and, mm-hmm. fo- and follow that up there. But Tobacco Bay is beautiful. It's, it's like cool. picturesque. There's that little snack stand, and you got the cold drinks, the shade to sit in. But we went in the water, us and the girls, or me and the girls, and uh, my tip would be maybe bring your own snorkel. They were renting them, but I, I just you know bring your own snorkel, maybe mm-hmm. even that full-faced one with those... Uh, those water shoes because it was a little rocky there, uh, but beautiful, beautiful snorkeling, beautiful, beautiful ca- like cove. That was by far the best tip. But um, my tip there is: do not sit in the tiny chair if you are a bigger man. Yeah, what happened with that? Uh, Rich was hanging out, having a nice was that a mango one? Yeah, yeah I got a like a mango, mango frozen drink after yeah. going in the water, and the guy sat behind you in the tiniest little kid's chair I've ever seen, and he weighed a lot, and that chair just. 
gave way, and he just fell right back in your lap. He fell into me and two other people, yeah. and it took about six of us to help that guy yeah. back up. I gave him my chair, which was a much larger chair. You right? tried to sit in that chair, and too, and that wasn't going that no. good either. No. But I'll tell you what, after Tobacco Bay, I'll flag down another cab. The, the prices are posted right away, and uh, go to this, this Grotto Bay Beach Resort. Okay. Now, That's this is a true. hotel, right? Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not staying there. Technically, staying there. Hide your other hotel towels or, or your cruise, cruise towels, towels or whatever else suggests that you don't belong there. But everyone from Captain Steve uh, to the bartenders, they said, "Oh yeah, they don't. They don't check." And the reason you're going there is you walk right in the front door, like you own the place, right through the lobby, and then right out that back door, and you're going to see a beach. You're going to see a pool to your left and just follow that little path. And then all of a sudden, there's a sign for the Cathedral Cave. Mm-hmm. We did not know what we were getting into. No. This thing was a carved out, like, what's that called? Splunk? I'm not even going to say Splunking. it. Splunking. Splunking? Spl- your splunking's <laughs> when you go cave dwelling. This thing is <laughs> incredible. You are going down into a cave in these, like, man-made steps with, like, a rope kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, like handrail and all of a sudden it opens up and they have some electricity in there with a light shining and you you guys went swimming yeah and everyone was stunned because i was the first one uh, for the guy that can't see his feet uh you're jumping into this cave i jumped pool. into it but i felt the water it was so hot it was so hot that day and we walked up that hill i never had a chance to cool i, I never cooled off yeah. after all of that and then i walked down to that water and put my foot in and it was like maybe 65 70 degrees it felt great. And it's dark and the ceiling's like, you mm-hmm. know, dripping a little bit. And I just, I needed to sit down. There was a chair. I grabbed your phone. I took some pictures of you guys. Yeah. But I mean, this cave is off the beaten path. It's like an insider tip. Mm-hmm. And when we were done, we just went down to the pool, grabbed a few towels and hopped in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and what a great little suggestion. And you would have never known about it. It's not on any blogs or websites. You just got to go check it out for yourself. So yep. the cathedral cave at uh, grotto bay beach resort let's and, not tag them <laughs> no we won't we won't tell them because we did sneak in we yeah. did sneak in and then we ended our day there uh on st george's with uh, a little walk over short walk to the swizzle inn yeah everybody says you got to go there you really do mm-hmm. it's like it's not stepping back in time like old-fashioned but there's graffiti on the walls and oh yeah dollar bills and business cards and it's ice cold air conditioning mm-hmm we ended up getting a picture of uh, Rum Swizzle. We ended up getting three. Three pictures. Well, pictures. There, was, there was four of us. <laughs> a plate of nachos. Uh-huh. And we, there's even a guy's telling stories, a uh, business card stuck somewhere on, saw the, that. on the wall there. Thank you, whoever did that. Yeah. I think it was me. Oh. You know, but what a great suggestion from what was your most fun thing, the catamaran. The, catamaran, the whole thing about the catamaran was awesome. And it, then from that, we got another suggestion about how to spend St. George's Day. Yeah, and that was... On the cab ride back from uh, Switzerland, we were telling the cab driver what we did that day. He's like, you guys did all that in one day? Wow. Yeah. It was only maybe four o'clock. Best, best, mm-hmm. by far, one of the best you know memories we have of that day. So, Did we go to Woody's? Um, was that the same day? Did we get <laughs> one more stop after that? I don't know. I'm not even going to talk about what he's saying. <laughs> uh, um, you know, moving forward, Bill, we wanted to give some tips based on our experience. You yep. got any tips or one thing that you would suggest to Oh, people? yeah. You definitely have to ride the dolphin. <laughs> the dolphin? <laughs> we, we didn't ride dolphins. Oh. <laughs> Just figured I'd throw that out there. <laughs> um, ride the dolphin. Ride okay. the dolphin. Well, you got to trust the people that 
live on the island. Um, it's it's a very Americanized island. It is Great Britain, uh, you know, England. It's their mm-hmm. island, um, but it's very Americanized. Everyone speaks the language. Everyone's friendly, very friendly. Cab drivers were super friendly. I'm not used to that. You know, we've had experiences in the past with cab drivers and. They're just not good. No. You can Everyone's trust them. Mm-hmm. Everything's metered. They speak great English. They yeah. drive well. Uh, I think they're a union. So there's no Lyft or Uber. Yeah. There's no, um, you know, like basically people you can't trust. You can, everything's posted. They, they say how much it's going to be per mile. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to take a, uh, a shuttle. I, I think probably one of your tips is don't take the shuttle, right? Do you remember that part of the story? The when we shuttle. were Because for me, my tip is going to be about Horseshoe Bay. I think you need to save Horseshoe Bay for the last day of the cruise or, or, or the day when there's not a lot of cruise people there. But before I get into that, do you oh, remember? Oh, the shuttle. Oh, yeah. We got of into course the I shuttle. remember the shuttle. <laughs> we, got, we got into the shuttle because it takes multiple people and it just, it's like, cool, it's bigger, more space, AC, I see the AC's on. We get in the shuttle and he opens the door, lets us in, closes it, opens the doors, another four people that get in and closes it. And there's like seven spots left in the shuttle. Then like two minutes later, he comes back and opens the door and says, well, it's the law of the island that we can't transport you guys until the shuttle is full. Like, okay, cool. Like seven people left, eight people got in in two minutes. Well, 10 minutes later, the guy comes back. He's just like, law of the island, got to wait till the shuttle's full. And I was like, how long? Right. Like, you, you obviously don't, because it may not get full. No, we're sitting there for, I would say, cl- over 15 minutes, probably Definitely 20. over 15 minutes. There's a sign posted It says, you know, you could take a shuttle to Horseshoe Bay for $7 per person. Mm-hmm. And that was the tip we got. Multiple people said it. But don't do it. Don't do it. If you can hop into a cab, it might be $30, but we had four people. So it's thirty dollars. You, you know, it's it's yeah. two dollars more, and you it get was, there yeah. right away. I think it was thirty-two. So whatever. And then throw a little tip. It's nine dollars a piece instead of seven. But you're you get you're on vacation. Like it's twenty more. It's, you save twenty minutes. You save twenty minutes. And you know, one of the reasons going back to my tip is to save Horseshoe Bay for that off day or that last day. Is oh yeah. We were probably sitting in the shuttle because no one was going to Horseshoe Bay that day. Right. Everyone's already done it. Two cruise ships, thousands of people all try to go there on that first, first day. day. And we went on the last. Mm-hmm. So we take the cab there, and when we showed up, Ilana was right about everything. It is the softest, most pink, whitish sand you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. There, there is a, a snack stand or bar if you need to go get a drink or use the bathroom. There's lifeguards if you have kids. Yeah, there's actually a lifeguard there. You can rent chairs. But we, we didn't do any of that. We took her tip and we walked all the way to the left. And when she says about 10 minutes, it probably is because we didn't time it. But you just go past that first set of rocks. And it's going to seem a little further than you think, like maybe two football fields long. But then... Even if you have to walk through the water a little bit, it turns out you can go around you the can rock go around it. and not walk through the water. You're going to have this private beach where you can uh, go swimming, and there are waves. Like and there's the, shade? There's shade. Uh, there's some cool, I mean, the most amazing pictures you can probably take. Mm-hmm. And if there are a few people there and you want like another private you know, little keep beach, going. just keep going to the left. Around another rock. Around another rock, there's another private little cove or beach, and cool. uh, uh, it was great. And uh, she was right. So you know, don't avoid Horseshoe Bay. Just go there on an off day, or on the last day. And then, and uh, you know, some of those pictures, Bill, were incredible. Yep. You know, so as we close this thing out, I was just curious if you is there anything next time you wish you would have done, or maybe something that we didn't get to that you saved till the end. 
Calico Jacks. Remember, she mentioned it. Oh, the walking the plank. Walking the plank at Calico Jacks. Yeah, this this old pirate ship literally is sitting right in the in the in the naval dock in the mm-hmm. cruise port. And it can go. It's like fully functional. So there's signs that be like, "Hey, charter us for the day," and you can take it out on the water. Yeah. So is your suggestion to take it out on the water? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I just, uh, I no. It's not my suggestion to take it out on the water. I just. There's a plank for a reason. You should walk the plank. Yeah. And when we went, we went right before dinner. I think the girls were getting changed or just relaxing by the pool on the ship. And so there was nobody there. And we grabbed the drink, and they're, they're like, pretty affordable. You know, mm-hmm. they're not $10 rum swizzles. They're you know, maybe 6 or $7. We enjoyed it, and it was kind of nice. But for some reason, we didn't just walk off the plank. Yeah. I don't know. And I think next time... We got we to gotta do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe for me, one, one tip that uh, I would want to seek out is um, we took a lot of cabs everywhere, and that worked out great. And so I would embrace that and maybe have a cab take us to one of the two or three breweries we heard about on the island. Yeah, we didn't get to do that. No. I think there's a couple that are closer to St. George's, but maybe you know just a little south. So you could take the ferry there and then take a cab I can't speak for how the beer is or what the atmosphere is like, but mm-hmm. they get some pretty good rankings, and it sure would be fun to seek out that next time. You know, yeah, exotic brewery. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of things we'd do different next time. Yeah, you won't get yelled at by Squid. <laughs> no, no, I did just like you, Alana. I did jump off the boat there on the catamaran. No, he didn't jump. I well, I there was this uh, young kid next to me. <laughs> and there's is a place where she said, you know, she jumped off the boat after a few rooms. There's results. a launching spot. Yeah, there's a spot where you're supposed to go and jump. And he's sort of hedging for five minutes. He's talking to Captain Captain Steve, asking, "Hey, can I can I can I jump off the boat? You think I can do a backflip?" And he's saying, "Sure, we'll teach you to do a backflip, and and uh, and no problem." But he's not jumping, and so I sort of put my hands on the railing and uh, sort of launch myself. Flip, front flip. Yeah, front flip. And as uh, soon as I hit the water, Captain Steve is <laughs> he's hanging over the side of the boat saying, uh, I can't... Oh, I'll tell you what he said. He goes, I appreciate a person once in a while who asks for forgiveness instead of permission. And then when you came back up, uh, he, you, you know, he kind of clarified. He's like, well, most people that try something like that, it doesn't end well. <laughs> it ended well for me. I got, I got all and 10s. He was, ha- he was happy. You, you, you knew your limits and... And, and performed what you wanted to do, which was, I'm going to grab this railing, I'm going to almost do a handstand right. uh, on it, and fall into the water while this kid is pretending he's going to jump. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> I, and, uh, I, but I, did, I felt like I got a little reprimanded, so then later on I asked if I could you know, do another jump or flip, and it, it was funny. Um, <laughs> captain Steve was down in the whatever. The other captain had come over from the other uh, boat, and I, I asked him if I could like do a flip off, and he's like, "Yeah, man, just don't kill yourself." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're very laid back now. Yeah, super laid back. So, um, Bill, amazing trip. Yep. Uh, thank you so much to Ilana from Life Well Cruised for giving us the tips. Mm-hmm. And if you guys liked this episode, then let us know. Then we'll go back. Yeah, and do another one. But also let us know if we uh, missed anything. What were your favorite spots, or maybe what is something that we didn't mention or get to on our trip? As always, we post all of our episodes and links on Facebook. and So let us know what you thought by commenting there. And again, if you have any questions about Bermuda or if we missed anything, you know, let us know in the comments section. Sounds good. All right. As always, I'm Rich Douglas. I'm Bill Easton. Until next time. <laughs>